Welcome back to Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. Happy post-election blues. No matter what happened in the world, we're still in it together, so let's make the best out of it. Hopefully we can entertain you for the next couple of minutes here. As always, I bring personal protection with me. Um, even though COVID hit me hard, I still have budgets for for a bodyguard. So if I'm going to get a bodyguard, I'm bringing the best one. Pineapple Butcher, the bodyguard. Calzingas is here. Calzingas, Kalina, how are you? Doing good. Doing very well. Have you back? We hit, you know we 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 don't always hit the same episodes all the time because we busy busy. But you know it always takes a special artist to to connect us and get it get us both excited. And we had the honor of being around our guests uh, a few weeks ago for a, a project that we're working on. Welcome to the show all the way from Boston, my man Kadeem. Kadeem, how are you? Peace. What up? I'm chilling, bro. I'm out here. It's relaxing, trying to unwind on this rainy ass Thursday, but I'm here. So good, so good to have you. One, thank you for being a part of our uh, a project. Uh, I don't know if it's be announced by the time this episode is done. I think it will be, but just in case, I'll play it safe. Uh, but you know, you definitely uh, just love chilling with you and your energy and your vibe. So I just want to publicly thank you for that. Um, your latest single with Rev Revenant is out now. How did that single come to be? Where can people find yeah. it? Let's plug that. Yeah, where quick little plug. So that's just a quick little drop. Closed eyelids. Shout out to the homie Rev. Um, you know, we we got up in like I think it was like June or something like that, and just like sent a batch over. I recorded it. Um, I'm kind of in project mode right now, so I'm gonna be dropping a few other things. But that was one thing I kind of wanted just to introduced to people after I dropped my latest project in April, just to kind of let them know that basically we in project mode right now. We're gonna keep dropping shit. But yeah, no, shout out Rev. That shit, that shit is, that's just a great track. Um, I'm trying to get my hands in mixing, so I mix it. So, you know, it's definitely one of those things where I'm trying to expand on that shit and I want to release shit into the world that I mix myself and just get better with every release. So I'm hoping that these next ones come out they really gonna capture attention and let people fuck with me, you know? Great, that's really great. So, okay, so you plug that. Now, let's talk about things. Now, for people who don't know you, you're from Boston, right? Mm -hmm. All right, and being that you're from Boston, then how did you get into music and how did you manage to get to where you're at right now? That's a good question. Um, I mean, music's always been in my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my bro, like, just the thing about even earlier roots and shit. Like, I started making music. So I've been writing since I was 10. You know, I've been writing. Uh, but actually making music, I started making music. Like, my first time dipping into the studio was, like, 16. But I didn't really take the shit serious until probably about maybe, like, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still, I would say I'm still kind of early in this shit, but I still got a lot more time to develop. Um, and I guess to get to a point where I'm, like, at now, I've had a couple releases. Um kind of one of the first ones that kind of really changed shit up for me was this one called The Game is the Game, which dropped uh, 2017, I believe. And basically that was like one where it's like, stylistically, I was like, All right, I, need to, I need to find where I'm at. Cause I was trying a bunch of different sounds and shit before leading up legit from when I was like 16 all the way until 2017. And I was like, all right, this is where I'm gonna go and be with it. Dropped that project, was well received. 
and then you know went into reaching out to people fucking with more people that um that i noticed that i always fucked with like for a long time like you know like for example like vidon for example who i fucked with since the opiate bro like i remember listening to stan tall in like 2013 like yo this nigga's a fucking animal and then like remy like early on when i fucked with him super early with world's fair reaching out to him getting music in with him Thelonious, um, through the homie Mikey Christmas, plugged me in. So, like, one of these things where I started working with people that kind of were a tear up um, and then made me realize, like, I need to surround myself with, with dope-ass people at all times. So, you know, working with a bunch of people from my city, from Cali, New York, wherever. So uh, that's a big thing with me. I invest into my music, and I, I want to make sure my sound is cohesive as possible. That's why I take a while with projects, and I think that's why that's brought me to where I'm at right now. You know what? And it's funny, too, because it's not easy to just, you know, reach out to, you know, producers that you've always admired because, you know, they're busy and, and maybe they're at another level. But it, it just shows a lot. It shows a lot that they were able to to listen to your sound and they liked it enough to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to fuck with him. I'm going to give him something. He's good. So that's how I feel like. Yeah, and it's true. You did a few things with V-Don. You were on Black Mass and The Bone Collector. So, you know, I think those were standouts for you, aside from, you know, World Sport, which was really good, really good. And then the latest project that you have now, we'll we'll talk about that. But I just think that it, it shows more about you as an artist because, you know, producers see that you are working. You're working, and that's a great quality to have. Especially in these times, you know, where everybody wants to be a rapper, but they don't. Let me, really ma- let me match you on that. Hold on, real quick. Not to cut you off, Cal. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. This shit is, this shit's crazy, bro. <laughs> to like to see it, to physically see your shit on some shit is fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's crazy. But yo, thank you for real, Cal. Like that. I think that that's what that's why I have that. I think the mentality I have with like this music shit, where it's like, I I legit. I know where I want to curate my shit and I want to cater my shit. And the fact, like you just said, that producers that were on a tier above was like, yo, actually, this nigga's dope. I'm going to fuck with him type mm-hmm. shit. Once I got that certified in that producers that I actually fuck with and like, and not on some hype shit, not on some like, they have more followers, like, like, genuinely for the music and they were fucking with my shit. It just made me say like, yo, I was like, I could do this shit for real. Like, I really, mm-hmm. could, put, I really could put a foot in this shit. One of the interesting things um, when I'm listening to your music is... There is, I feel, and feel, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like as a listener, I'm being challenged to really listen to everything and to really pay attention to the references that you are saying. I know that because of the work we've done together, that is like, it takes, it's not, your music is not a one-time listen thing. It takes multiple, multiple, multiple listens to capture everything that you're trying to say where has where did that type of writing start developing where is that coming from the origin of like i'm going to put something that has that many layers that many dense things to think about because it just shows how uber intelligent you are and how really you are you know going out there and and being informed yourself because i could i could feel it in your music like you're digesting a lot of things and they're coming out in your work. Appreciate that. Yeah, not in a bad way either. Not in a bad way because there's some times where you have to listen to somebody over and over because you're not, 
you're not getting it. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, <laughs> it's uh, not like that. But yeah. In this case, it's it's different. You're different. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's not easily digestible, but I do that on purpose. Like, you know, like, um, it's one of those things where I took, so to go to the origin, like, for example, my phone might looking at something real quick. To go to the origin of this shit, um, when I think about, like, so one of my favorite rappers, um, well, that was growing up, kind of a weirdo now, was, like, Lupe. Like, I was huge on Lupe growing up because he was one of, he's a weirdo now, bro. Honestly, he's a weirdo. But, and he, um, he was one of the first rappers that I heard in the, the amount of intricacies and layers I really fucked with because I, like, where I come from, particularly with my music and not even just my music, even education, like being a kid in school, teachers would be like, yo, like he can't translate his thoughts on paper. That was a big thing. They're like, yo, he can't translate. Like I would try. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like no knucklehead in school. Like, you know, I, I went to school, I, you know, I did whatever I do, but I was never a good student because teachers would always say he can't translate his thoughts. So it's one of those things where it's like, I think that shit right there and then hearing a rapper like early on, like 05, like Lupe, where it's one of those things like this nigga's, this nigga's nice and doing his shit. But he's giving you all these contexts and all these all these references and all these layers. I fuck with mm-hmm. you know. So that kind of I took that style and then I just put it to experiences that I had growing up. And then also just experiences that just the streets are, you know. So um that's where that comes from, you know, like really me making sure that um I got so much to say. I have a lot to say. And I feel like I can't fill in shit. Like there's legit on my Twitter. Like the 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 bio is no fillers. Like I just can't just say a line and like it just like live. Like if I'm just I mean that's not that's not no slight on nobody. That's not saying that like niggas is not lyrical. If you can't do that, because niggas is lyrical doing that even. But just for me personally, I'm just like I always have more to say. So that's where that comes from. You know what I'm saying? And is that how that worked out for you when you just uh, did your latest project? You did a a whole YouTube like snippet of every song. Yeah that you have on your album um passing exchange on the ep right now fire and it's funny that you even said lupe fiasco because the first when i was watching it that's that's what it gave me like that's the vibe that it kind of gave me but you know it's like who wants to say that oh that's the lupe fiasco vibe. you know what i'm saying because he's he came and went and he had a great 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 moment in music and now i'm not gonna call him a weirdo because i don't know where he's at right now but (laughs) that's the vibe that it gave me how did you how did you get to that what was your theme with this youth and i really want everybody to watch this on youtube because it's so good it's so good how did you get to this point let me do this yeah the um so um, shameless not shameless plug but everybody's listening go to youtube right now legit type in kadeem passing exchange and um you will see uh a visual and it's a purposely curated visual you know um how i came to it basically you know i i asked myself i was like yo i want to do some day in life shit because if you watch it it's literally day in life it's like me starting in the morning and then me rap actually me dumb early in the morning like three in the morning coming home um and then me ending um on this on the, the night of the next day well the same day actually but it's one of those things where it's just like, I wanted to do a day in life shit without it just being like, I'm waking up, the camera's in my face, and I'm walking down the street. I wanted to kind of transition of like where I'm from, Mattapan particularly. I'm from Boston, but you know, Mattapan is where I'm from. And 
um, just like following me and, and really like cast capturing these experiences kind of what like it really feels like more intimate you know what i'm saying you know like so when the first one it starts off with me like i said me on this bike riding down me you know trying to get home just after you know just a long day just being in the streets i like to ride my bike that's one thing you know mm-hmm. like niggas, niggas it's mad funny like uh niggas will, niggas will talk about uh that all the time like yo like you really like being in the streets on your bike like it's what i just like it's like uh I like riding around. It's a good form of exercise, and it's it's a it's a good way for me to connect with my with my neighborhood and shit, you know. So capturing that, coming home, de stress, wake up in the morning, stressing about like what life's gonna be, but at the same time, how can I figure that out? That's why you see that split personality and jaded, and then it transitions into, um, you know what I'm saying? It transitions into the nighttime. When transitions to nighttime, we're looking at the community now, where it's like, all right. I've come back home. I've gathered my thoughts. Now I'm back in the community looking at what's going on, um, kind of talking about that experiences and then just chilling with my homeboys later at night, yeah. you know, growing up, chilling. So it was one of those things that's legit real life. Like, you know, like you come, you come home, you, you stress, you figure out what the fuck you got to do to make life work. You go out into the streets, get it how you got to get it. Um, you look at the streets, what's going on, these influences, you pull with your homies later. Y'all crack a bottle, y'all chill, whatever, and then you you bring it right back home after. So it's very simple, but like it kind of, you know what I'm saying? The video is very it's uh it's it's uh supposed to be fine-tuned from my perspective. So Yeah, it's really engaging too. It just makes you wanna listen to the EP. And 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 that's and a lot of people miss on that part. You know what I'm saying? Like they they put something out, but they don't have a visual for it or they or they're missing something right so people really don't get the full experience of their music mm-hmm. but i feel like when you did this this snippet it was like 9 minutes i think in like 33 seconds mm-hmm. Gosh, you got perfect yeah. perfect thank you thank you it, it's what's what's great about it your approach to music and the direction that you you know you're trying to take it is is I kind of feel like I know you without knowing you, and and not a character like you're not you're not being, yeah. you're not Method Man. Mm. You're you're Kadeem. That's your real name. That's your yeah. Kadeem. So there's like an instant gravitation that this person is not selling me a persona mm-hmm. or or acting for me. And and there's a lot of great things in hip hop about that too. I mean yeah. I'm okay with that. Take me away anyway. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is escapism for a lot of people. It is for me. Mm-hmm. Um but but the best ones who who stand the set of time always are able to connect to the audience authentically who they really are. And I think yeah. that is like for me a big thing when I listen to your music. It's like it I feel like it's just directing the music is directed straight to my ear as a person, not a persona when you thought about creating starting music and putting it out there what was the thought process about that because you you could have been anything cap, captain something or whatever why <laughs> why why no why no moniker why just yeah this is it this is who i am this is my music it's funny because i started out with a couple of different names like, <laughs> <laughs> you know like i think about i think about back to my aim name and like Oh, two. Like my aim name was like Hustler K Mac Seven, and I was rapping. I was rapping as Hustler K Mac for a little while, like no bullshit, and like oh, two, just like writing lyrics and shit. So that was funny. And then eventually, 
I I liked um uh, I liked uh what's his um like organized chaos is actually it's uh they're they're um they're um a group. So it was one of those things where no, we're not confused. Not, not I'm not confusing for organized confusion, but different a different group organized chaos. And I, I like that name, but I was like, I wanted to kind of sound like me. So I saw the OK. So I made it original Kadeem. And that was like a little point between like 2000 and like nine to like kind of 2000 and uh, fucking 14, 15. And I dropped that recently. That's why I, that's that's like, you know, one of the reasons why I had to drop that. And I dropped it because I was like, yo, I'm, there's no there's no point in me trying to say like I'm the original Kadeem. like that's like that's like a nigga saying like yo I'm humble if you're humble you don't say you're humble you just <laughs> you know what I'm saying so why the fuck am I gonna say original Kadeem if I'm just Kadeem you feel me so it kind of just boiled down to that I was like yo it's just me man like it's just me that I try to give you my music it's my experiences it's my perspective and and that that was that but I definitely did try the monikers I even tried personalities and shit like a lot like for a while my shit was actually sculpted because I fucked with um Obviously, because I fucked with like the G Unit mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? And hearing the mad, and hearing the mad rapper on that shit, bro. Like I actually tried that shit at some points in my life, like the super high pitch rapping and shit. Like I tried that shit. I tried like the the super duper like like fast breakdown and shit. You know, kind of like what was I listening to at that time? Um, who the fuck was I listening to? You did the nine. Nod- I can't remember, but like. Say it again. You did Nas and dropped the nasty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was like, yeah, there's, there's no, <laughs> you know, minus jungle wiping the sweat off my face, but that's a whole another, uh, <laughs> whole another reference. That's what I'm saying. Like right there, I'm just made, like you, me. That's what I'm saying. Like me and you, we probably guess these references, but someone might be like, "What the fuck's he talking about jungle?" Like, or, what is he saying like, right like, now? I don't get it. And, and that's it's one of those things. It's like if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's if you know, if you know, if you don't know. Reach out to me. We can research. I'll, I'll put you on you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what? With that, I wanted to know something because on World mm-hmm. Sport, right? Who produced Stay Low? Oh, that's Grubby. That's Grubby. Yeah, that shit's, yeah. That's Revenant? I ain't know. No, 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 no. Oh. Grubby. Grubby pause. Grubby pause from my head. Grubby did that. Oh, yeah, man. That, that beat is, that. that's legit one of the, I heard that beat and immediately was like, this is probably one of the best beats I've ever heard in my life, bro. This yeah, beat but is, you, you know, know what it is about you too you're not only are you relatable but you can adapt to like many beats right so uh, you're relatable but then when you when you listen to you like when somebody's listening to you rap you can get on anything and that's the good thing about you and you don't sound like oh you're rushing it or you're trying too hard you're really rapping and that's the great like that's great i'm like oh man i gotta get kadeem on this tape man he's really rapping i'm yeah, <laughs> gotta get him on here. Yeah, I can't. I can't just, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I fucked with. That's why when I fucked with all those different styles, uh, particularly, um, like I told you, that period where I was really messing with different beats and shit. Like, I said to myself, I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna deny if it's hot, it's hot, bro. It's undeniable, you know. Now, obviously, it doesn't fit the style. It doesn't fit the style. So you got to figure that out. But for me, I feel like there's no. Hip hop is is so big and so beautiful to where it's like, yo, you can't be boxed in with the shit that you make. You know what I'm saying? You can't be boxed in. You have to really always expand. And even just from a monetary perspective, you're gonna limit cust- you're gonna limit clientele and customers if you just gonna be one way. Now, 
I'm not I'm not saying that's there's anything wrong with that if you want to really shoot in one direction. But think about some of the, like the most popping underground motherfuckers right now. That even if they're super underground, they have crazy adaptability. Like for example, obviously we can obviously go to Griselda because they're the they're rap camp kings right now. You hear Benny on Hit Boy's latest shit, it does not sound like a traditional Griselda project. You heard um Conway on um what was the project where he was laid up, uh, shot in the hospital, but it, his face was painted over the cover. Was it Look At Me Now? What was the name of that project? You know what I'm talking about? It, it, you know, they dropped like a project a month. So it out. I forget, what, yeah. I forget the name of that one. Matter of fact, hold on, I got to look it up because. I'm just still, I'm absorbing right now. I'm just absorbing uh, Benny right now. I'm still absorbing that project that came out because, you know, it, it was on the bit of the commercial. It, it had yeah. that commercial exactly. feel. Because of Hit Boy, you know, but it also had like a, a warm feel in other parts too, with the skits mm-hmm. and then Rick Ross. There are a lot of good points, a lot of highs, and you know, it's it's just being adaptable. That's why they're good. Yeah, you know? and that's what it is, adaptability. You know, I was gonna, the point I was trying to make to the to the Conway shit is that he had a couple of like trap kind of pockets on his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like on that shit, and then even like. You think about I'm gonna just spin it to mock, whatever. Like doesn't matter. Mock be like legit rapping in Haitian Creole and singing on tracks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like you can't just think that like I'm just gonna rap straight up 24-7, bars out. It's like, no, bro, like realistically, if if niggas really wanted that, bro, like you would see the some of the, the nastiest spitters, but with no marketability out. And unfortunately, it's it's a it's a, that's a game, bro. You gotta figure out how to market yourself. And I figured that out just by being myself. So well, there's hey, a lot of whatever it is you're doing is working. Go keep doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of rappers can rap, but they don't make good songs. That's what it is, bro. Like, so they don't have good production and they don't know it. I don't know if their ears don't work, but they don't know it. And nobody's <laughs> telling them, oh, well, this isn't good for you. This isn't good yeah. for you. But we enjoy doing that. We, I enjoy doing that. Like, oh, this might sound good with this person because of their style. Like, you just gotta kind of got to know things. Yeah. And that's why I sit on shit. I sit on shit for a grip. You know, like, I take my time with my projects. You know, like, I mean, thankfully, like, when I tell people legit, like, I have a project. Well, I can talk about that after, but I do have a project coming out soon. And then I have another one right behind that. And some of those beats I've done on, on both of those projects are, like, two years old and not because i was like i was stalling but i was waiting for the right beats to complement it you know what yeah. i'm saying i was waiting for the right, right beats to really complement it and i take my time with that yeah uh, we know that process for sure <laughs> yeah, um, yeah y'all do. y'all oh yeah y'all y'all definitely know that firsthand <laughs> y'all know that firsthand <laughs> you know it personally or else this album would have been out the door a long time ago but all right though it's gotta, amazing gotta, we'll plug that in right now um, that this this upcoming project via Crush the Lot podcast is fucking <laughs> stupid. It's loaded in the chamber. It's loaded it's and ready to go. Let's go. Waiting Let's go. for next when probably this. I think the time this comes out, we're in promotion mode anyway, so it won't be no secret. I time think yet. so too. You know yeah. what, Kadeem? What do you think is gonna help take you to the next level where you want to be at in your career? Yo, man, that's a great fucking question. I don't know. <laughs> I legit don't. Yo, I just, yo, I don't. Know. I mean, besides making good, besides making good music, you know, um, I, I think honestly, actually, no, I, I do kind of know. I, I think what I really have to do is, um, I have to lock in 
on, I think, uh, not, a, not a sound. The sound is there. But I really have to, I think, give a cohesive project. Similar to Passing Exchange, our Passing Exchange was like a cohesive project. and But it was one video that dropped at that time. I think I really have to do like a really good 100% like a four or five month rollout of the next project. And I know obviously like it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, duh, like you've done rollouts. All my rollouts are like less than like a month and less. And then I put the project out just because I don't like, I have the product and I'm like, I want it out, but I got to be really patient, you know, developing a lot more videos, um, developing um, some good editors to write up about it, send it out. Cause the thing is early on in my career, like early on in my career, I was that nigga, like I dropped the project. I was sent out to blogs. I was sending out to fucking A and R's. I was, but now I'm just like, bro, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Cause it's just, I'm just, it's the music. I love the music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't really look for that. But I think not this one, but maybe the next one, when it comes, like when this one comes out, I really, it's like a 14 track project. You know what I'm saying? Looking to have about like five videos for it, freestyles that come up before that are just singles that aren't on the project, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? To really like build a project up and then drop it on someone and actually do all that shit, like sending it out to AR, sending it out to managers, sending it out to blogs and all this other shit. It's just one of those things, like I said, I, I just really got, I get stuck into the music. So all the other shit that's not art, I don't care about. But I think once I pull that in, I think for the for the next one, it'll it'll really boost my boost my name. So that that's important because a lot of people are behind the eight ball because they don't have those connections. They don't have a publicist. Shout out to all the publicists that keep hitting me. Shout out to the publicists. Who they're get their shout they're, out to independent uh, artists. That's what shout out to everybody doing your own videos, editing, mixing, producing. Shout out to you. While Takes you have a lot of work. Okay. Uh, we see you. you. <laughs> it really fucking does. <laughs> I want to go back to, to my natural hatred of anything Boston because I'm from New York. And ah, ah. Um, uh, hold on real quick. Give me a second. I got, I, got, I got something for you. Hold on. Just, <laughs> no, I, 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 had to, I had to switch it up for the, just for the interview. Hold on. All right, there we go. Just just for oh, you. Blasphemy. <laughs> of course, I kid, I kid. But growing up as a New Yorker, me and Boston never got along. It was, I guess, it's always sports divided. Yeah. But the Boston scene is I'm a Yankees right fan, now. man. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm not into baseball that much. Basketball. Oh, you're killing me. Basketball is my way. Um, but the Boston scene is rich with artists right now. Um, mm-hmm. And Boston is, is a very polarizing place. And, and, you know, what is the Boston hip hop scene like right now? And, and in general, where's Boston at with just hip hop? Yeah, yeah, to you, if if you notice it, like, and you may not notice it because you're in Boston, but it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, you fuck with that scene or the people in the scene or you you want to work with the people like how do you see it like from your perspective you know like where where are you at now i definitely do fuck with every like so i want to shout out to two places that come to my mind first and foremost is the mini mansion so shout out like all my cats and lynn obviously sd paranormal conine fucking you know that that tragic allies you know that whole fucking regime bro like uh the hidden character obviously like he's been dropped or some shit um and then also with uh grubby's grubby studio you know what i'm saying and those are really two places where our kind of we try to make them our own little, little rap camps like no bullshit like motherfuckers will pull up super random like i remember the first time 
one of the first times I met Nat, it was me, Nat, Spinda, Hayes, um, June Life, um, and Grubby made a beat. We were just chilling in the studio. It was the first time I met Nat. Grubby put a beat on. We all collectively fucked with it. We made a song right there and we put it out. So like type shit where it's like, yo, like, like no one is like has that like yo i'm here at this level or this motherfucker's at this level we all know we make dope music so collectively we'll fuck with each other and lift motherfuckers up you know saying oh my fault also um wait wait i'm bugging anyways my fault yeah so the it's one of those things where it's just like there's a lot of unison right now i guess the hard part is because of covid i think if it wasn't for covid this shit would be really shut down Honestly, like the amount of shows, um, the amount of um, kind of uh, kind of traction that we pull in from out of state. Because like no bullshit, people come from Providence, New Hampshire, uh, Maine, and like Vermont, Connecticut, all the time to come to shows in Boston. Mm-hmm. All the time for rap shows in Boston that build the local like heat, the local talent and shit. So it's one of those things where it's like, I think with especially where motherfuckers is at. Obviously, like, I didn't talk about Lawrence, but obviously, like, Davino, for example. I didn't talk about fucking Brockton, which has, like, the, um, which has the whole Van Buren clique. I didn't even talk about, like, Boston, like, Central that has, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Avenues, the Millies, the, like, Michael Christmases, the Stiz, you know, the Dutch Rebels, the Red Shades, like, all these ill-ass artists. And it's just, like, I really feel like COVID really put a damper because there's been a lot of solid fucking projects that have made a way out of the state. And from this last like two years, but we're hoping that maybe after COVID, you know, there could be some sort of resurgence because that that's a that's a really that's a really big stopping point, you know. But yeah, man, I, I got love for my city. I got love for all my all my fucking all my other artists that are out there that are out there doing it. Um, and just like. I think the biggest thing that's holding Boston back. And I say holding in quotation marks is because it's something that you don't really have control over. Is there's no, there's legit no, there's no industry here. So there's mm-hmm. no, there's no division of Atlantic. There's no division of RCA. There's no division of fucking Artisa. There's no division of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, any of these labels out here. And if that happens, even a division of a label in the city and how like artists can actually like, you know, um, be able to be there and like actually send records and, and, um, uh, try to, you know, make deals or whatever versus having to go to New York or having to go to uh, Atlanta or having to go to fucking uh, Chicago or having to go to L.A. That just, it's homegrown at that point. It's homegrown. And I think for that reason, until that happens, we'll always be seen as like the little brother of New York. Like, no bullshit. And that's that's not no shade on New York because New York is the mecca of hip-hop. So that's without a question. But it's one of those things where it's like, nah, like the same way Three Stacks said the South got something to say, bro. Like, yo, no bullshit. Boss really got something to say. Like, no bullshit. Motherfuckers really got pay attention. Now, you guys are really like paving the way. You guys are really working and you guys are really making your way, regardless of uh, any major like record label. Yeah. You guys are really putting in a lot of pain, a lot mm-hmm. of work, and it's noticeable. It's very highly noticeable. Thank you. So, hey, you know what? I think you guys are going to be okay. COVID, no COVID. I think talent is the talent yeah. just oozes out of a lot of you Boston guys. You guys are really hungry. You guys are really doing a lot of shit, a lot of good stuff. You no, know, but they say about fucking, you know, they say when um was it hard work beats talent when talent is beat hard work, some shit like that, right? You know, but we gotta cultivate both. Well you guys are doing a great job. Okay, Kadeem, you guys are doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
mean, the Crescent Lab team was going to go. We were going. We were scheduled to be in Boston in March. Uh, yes. The, um, the, the big show. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That I, 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 was, <laughs> I was upset, bro. I couldn't wait for that fucking show, bro. Like, yeah, actually, we were actually, I was go gonna do. A, I was gonna do a verse at that shit, bro. I was upset, bro. Like, no bullshit, but it's whatever. It ruined all the plans. I was, yeah. I got the days off work. We didn't go to Boston. Mm-hmm. No, no Boston, nothing. I'm putting my, it's kind of free on my house. I'm putting my beanie back. Yeah. We, <laughs> I think we even talked about maybe shooting the video when we're out there because we had everyone out there like after the show. But like, you know, like I, we're staying home. Yeah, so that was a bummer. So I'm hopefully COVID could get out and that show could get back on the, on the schedule. If you're new to the Crush It Out podcast, thank you for checking out the show. We appreciate it. But most importantly, go hit the links below. Go check out Kadeem's catalog. Go check out his YouTube page. Go see um, what he's been cooking up. It's high-quality stuff. Uh, we highly recommend it. Uh, so hit the links below. Um, you know, and yeah, a score to settle. Coming out. Coming out, Kadeem. Thank you for being on. And we got a video with Kadeem. I don't know when this interview is gonna come out, but oh well. Now, now you know. <laughs> it's coming out on a Thursday. Okay, that's, that's all right. Word. I'll I'll put an alarm for every Thursday of next month. <laughs> it's Thursday. Um. So yeah, yo, we appreciate everyone checking out the show. Um. No matter what side of the fence you're on, we all got to be in the same room together eventually. So, uh, you know, be kind to one another and all that good stuff. Wash your hands for 20 seconds or more, minimum. And if you're going to go over to your friend's house and all that good jazz. Wear a goddamn mask. Wear that goddamn mask anyway. Please. I'm tired of being in the fucking crib. Can y'all just do what y'all supposed to do? Like, goddamn. I'll do anything to do some double dutch outside already. Let's go. Have a good one. Crush a lot podcast. Peace. Appreciate y'all. Be easy.